Say hallelujah. Amen. How many get it? How many ready to get into the Word of God? Praise the Lord. I told Tina this morning, I said, I don't feel like I've uh, preached for six months, so I hope you're ready this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. How many of you join this 21 days of prayer and fasting? Amen. I've been feeling the presence of the Lord, I believe, stronger than I have ever felt it through this 21 days of prayer and, and fasting. God moves his God hand, excuse me, God's hand moves when we fast and when we pray. I'm already seeing things that I've been praying about. Uh, I've been seeing the hand of the Lord start to move uh, in them situations. And, I, uh, and I'm going to give you, last week I talked about... Last week, I talked about the nine fast or things in your fast that maybe you want to be praying about uh, where we've looked in the Word of God and it has showed us then when things and circumstances are happening in your life that all of these people fasted and they prayed. So this, uh, this morning, I'm going to try to go through the rest of them. I had nine last Sunday and I got through three of them, so... I don't know why I'm always over, but anyway, we're going we're gonna to start out, and I'm going to give you the first three that we talked about uh, last Sunday. I know and believe, and I've been praying. If you've got a piece of paper and pencil and just jot some notes down, I, wanna, I really recommend you take notes um, today through this nine things that I believe that God, uh, that God can do in our life when we fast and then we when we pray, and so I'm going to give you those nine things, and we'll go back from last week and, and catch up, but we're going to see in the Bible where there were nine different people that had nine different circumstances going on in their life, but when they fasted and prayed, God broke those things. God, His light shined forth on those things. The first one I want to give you that we talked about last week is the disciples' fast, is the disciples' fast. If you remember in the Bible that uh, there was a man in the Bible that, that needed uh, a demon delivered out of him, and the disciples tried to uh, tried to pray for him. And they come back to Jesus later, and they said, "Why can't we cast out that devil?" And the and Jesus made it very plain to them: none of these come out by, by prayer and what by f fasting. And what I kind of put on this disciples fast was. Is, is there any besetting sins in your life? Is it anything in your life that is hindering the power and presence of God flowing up out of your life? And so if you're dealing with a besetting sin in your life, and what I mean by besetting sin is... It's a besetting sin is something that you, you, you still love the Lord and you're reading your Bible and you're praying and, and you're going to church and you're worshiping, but it's something in your life, uh, a sin in your life that you pray and you seek God and it seems like you just cannot get over it, okay? And it seems like you have to go back next week and you ask God to forgive you again. How many... How many's dealt with besetting sins in your life, okay? You love the Lord, you, you, you pray and worship, and you still love the Lord. But there's this besetting sin in your life you just can't get over. Well, I want to I encourage you through this 21 days of prayer that, and fasting that you say, God, I want this completely out of my life, and only through prayer and what? Fasting. The second one I talked about was the Ezra fast. Maybe you're going through a, a financial situation in your life right now, a, a hard time in your life, or you're just asking God to increase your finances in your life. And, and this is the time through this 21 days of prayer and fasting, as we talked about in the book of Genesis, that God wants to prosper you, He wants to more prosper you, and He wants to very much prosper you. Through this 21 days of prayer and fasting, pray that God opens financial doors 
doors that you've never dreamed that will open for you through this 21 days of prayer and fasting. So we're, pre- we're talking about, God, I want you to clean up my life, and I don't want to wrestle with these besetting sins anymore in my life. God, through this 21 days of prayer and fasting, will you take them out? The second thing, God, I want you to bring a financial breakthrough in my life like I've Never experienced. Number three, we talked about the Samuel fast. If you remember, Israel was going through a a great, great famine in the life and in, in, in the nation of Israel and uh, they were seemed like they had the spirit of God had left them and what did Samuel come up what did Samuel start to do he started talking about the ark of the covenant that wasn't in the temple remember and God said to Samuel I want you to bring the ark of the covenant back to the temple which represents bringing the presence of God back into my life the life of this nation the life of this church which is a revival God through this 21 days of prayer and fasting. I want you to touch the church. I want you to touch my family. But God, most of all, I want you to bring a revival to this preacher. I want you to get down in my spirit and I want a revival in my personal life. So that's the Samuel fast. Number four, I want to talk this morning a little bit about the widow's fast. The widow's fast is meeting humanitarian needs while you fast. It's finding someone that is, that is hurting someone that needs food, someone that may need clothing. During this 21 days of prayer and fasting, I want to call it the widow's fast. And it's, it's about finding someone. It's about finding someone that needs clothes. Or once again, I want to say that needs, that needs food. God, open my heart to the hurting and the suffering, God. Lord, let me feel a little bit of what that child feels that doesn't have food. Lord, let me feel what that adult has that may not have any clothes and they're out here in the cold somewhere. Lord, through this 21 days of prayer and fasting, help me feel what they feel. Can you say amen? See, church, this pleases God. This pleases God when you look at other people and say, you know what? Through this 21 days of prayer and fasting, I'm not going to McDonald's. I'm not going to Burger King. I'm not going out to eat. I'm not doing any of this. I'm going to save the money that I would be doing those things in, and I'm going to put it aside, and I'm going to help someone that really needs help. We are blessed in the United States of America, and we really don't know, especially maybe in this church, what it is to go hungry and without food. Lord, I want you to spark in me. I want you to touch my spirit, Lord, where I feel what they feel. Isaiah chapter 58 verse 7 says it like this, and it's talking about the fast. Is this not the fast? God said it's not just good enough to go without food. He said, is it this not the fast? It's not to share your bread with the hungry and that you bring to your house the poor and the outcast. And when you see the naked, that you cover them and not hide yourself from your own flesh or your own family. Through this 21 days of prayer and fasting, I hope God makes you so aware of what we call the Great Commission. The rest of 2018, that you're going to be so aware, you're going to be so sensitive to the hurts and pains of others. That the hurts and pains of others you're so concerned about. Church, I want to say it again. This pleases God. 
God looks down and it pleases Him when you take money out of your pocket and you buy someone groceries. When you take money out of your pocket and you clothe someone, maybe someone else doesn't know anything about it. Or maybe you work on their car or you do something at their house that they can't afford to pay you. That is just like giving them money. But it pleases God. He sees it and He will bless you. The fifth thing is in 1 Kings chapter 19, we have the Elijah fast, which I think is so important. The Elijah fast is centering around breaking those negative emotions and feelings and habits. How many can you say in 2017 that the devil tried to bring every negative emotion, every bad negative thought process and habit to your mind? How many want to be free of those negative thoughts, those negative emotions, that you're not having to deal with them, that God frees you from all of that irritation? You get up, you go to bed irritated, you get up irritated, you walk the the day irritated, and you go to bed at night irritated just to wake up the next morning irritated, to walk out the day irritated, to go to bed at night before you're hollering at your kids because you're all what? Oh, man, that sounded, that's like a choir there. You're just irritated, your emotions. Well, I call it, I call it the Elijah fast. Watch Elijah. The story, I love this story. Elijah in chapter 17, Elijah breaks and speaks a blessing upon the widow woman. Remember, and, and, and he says, the jar of flour and the jug of oil will not run out. Elijah is praying and there's a miracle coming. When I bless it, Elijah says, God is going to give you overflow. That day, God used Elijah to perform, listen to this, another miracle. In chapter 18, Elijah speaks and fire falls down from heaven. This is God's man, Brother Dale. He is a bad dude prophet. I mean, he calls fire down. It comes down. I mean, you got some people in your life you like to call the fire of God down on. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He calls the fire of the fire down in Mount Carmel and then turns around and kills all the prophets of Baal. And he's just performed before that, if you read in your Bible, 1 Kings, a miracle with the widow woman. He is doing miracle after miracle after a miracle. But then it's this woman that comes upon the scene. Oh, amen. I'll leave that alone. Her name is Jezebel. She says, okay, Elijah, you killed all of my prophets. I'm going to kill you. It scares Elijah. And the Bible says he runs and gets under, I believe the Bible says, translates it like a broom tree. Amen. And then the Bible says he's sitting there, and he gets all depressed. He is irritated. He's depressed. And listen to this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I am sure he's irritated at God. So he's irritated at God. 
He's irritated at what's going on in his life. And Jezebel is about to kill him. How many of you would say it's a bad day when somebody says, I want to kill you? Would you go home and celebrate and say, order me a casket, praise God, I'm going to heaven. Elijah runs, Jezebel, and I won't get into her life, but Jezebel is a wicked woman, a controlling, manipulated, wicked woman. So he goes hides, he's all depressed, and somewhere in Elijah's life at that moment, God says, return back to Mount Carmel where you come from, Elijah, and I will show my face before you. God, through this 21 days of prayer and fasting, I want you to break every bad, negative, low self-esteem. I want you to... I want you to break all the low self-esteem. I want you to break all of these negative thoughts and irritations off of me. God, you're going to use me greatly, and I am not going to let things in this life pull me into depression, pull me into low self-esteem, and be irritated all the time in my life. 2018, I am going to walk by faith and not by sight. I wrote this down. The enemy could not, listen, listen. The enemy could not wipe him out on the outside. So the enemy did a quick and he, a quick thing, and he moves to attack his mind, his emotions, and his thought process. As long as Elijah's mind was in the right place, listen to this. As long as Elijah's mind was in the right place, he was winning. He was performing miracles by the hand of God. He was fulfilling his calling. He was moving God's kingdom forward. But the enemy got inside of his mind. And when he got inside of his mind with those negative emotions, those negative thoughts, those, no, those uh, negative self-esteem, when the enemy got in his minds, the miracle stopped. That's why Proverbs tells me, Proverbs chapter, uh, when Proverbs, excuse me, Proverbs, the writer of Proverbs says, For as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You cannot have positive and an exciting life with a negative mind. Remember in Mark chapter 4, verse 24, it says, Then he said unto them, this is Jesus speaking, Pay attention to what you hear. Pay attention to what the devil is trying to speak in your mind. They are lies and they are more lies which brings negative emotions a negative thought process. But God says in 2018 through this 21 days of prayer and fasting I want to break that off of your life. So I've been praying every day sometimes twice a day. Lord, Lord break any depression, negative thoughts, any lies of the enemy. God, through this 21 days of prayer and fasting, God, I want you to break it off, and I want you to break it off for the rest of the year in 2018 that I'm walking by faith, and I'm walking not by sight. And, God, I believe if you say you're going to do it, you're going to do it. Remove all of those negative irritation feelings inside of me. Amen? Praise the Lord. 1 Kings chapter 19, 11 says, Then the Lord said, Go out. This is Elijah. Stand on the mountain in front of me and listen to what he says. I am going to pass by you. 
I am going to pass by you, Elijah. You go from the broom tree back to where I had touched you before on Mount Carmel. How many of you can remember the place that God touched you? Do you know exactly where it was at? Do you know the church? Do you know where you were driving down the road? Do you know exactly where God touched you? I want to encourage, maybe, it's, maybe it was around these altars years ago when other pastors were here, that you know that God spoke to you when you were up here praying somewhere. Maybe you were walking down the, the aisle and God touched you there. I want to encourage you, and this is just me, but I want to encourage you to go back, if you can, where God touched you. Revisit the place where God touched you. Maybe it was maybe it was an old country church out in the as the old song said out in the wildwood somewhere. If you can get with that pastor and say, "Can I come in here one day and just spend a little time in prayer?" Go back to maybe where God touched you. Just yesterday, I went to a place where I know that I know that God touched me. This coming week, I'm gonna. I, I was raised in an old Pentecostal church there in Verona. Brother Strickler's church. I'm going to get a hold of them if the Lord if the Lord allows the time this week. I'm going to go in that old Pentecostal church, and I'm going to find exactly. I'm going to try to find the place as a little boy that God, when I was a little 13-year-old boy, that I know that I know this old Pentecostal preacher. I mean, he was, I mean, he was huge. He was up there just preaching and preaching. I can't remember a word he said, Brother Dale, but I can remember that God touched my little 13-year-old heart. I'm going to re- If God helps me, I'm going to revisit that same spot, that same place. If you're able, I want to encourage you to, 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 to visit the same spot that maybe God touched you. Can you say amen? Praise the Lord. The sixth one was the St. Paul's fast that I just called it. It's when, you, when you're faced with major decisions in your life and you're confused, there's darkness in that decision, and you have no direction and you have no light in that decision. I want to I encourage you, when you're facing major decisions in your life, fast and pray. Maybe it's just a, 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 maybe it's just a one-day fast. Maybe it's a three-day fast. Maybe it's a seven-day fast. Maybe it's a 21-day fast or a 40-day fast. When you you are making major decisions in your life. Fast and pray because God wants to shine the light of his direction on your path on which way you should go. If you're making a major decision on your job, if you're making a major decision about getting married, help you, Lord. If you're making a decision about an investment, if whatever major decision, if you're putting money into a 4OK and you need to divide it up, I just want to encourage you, any major decisions in your life, fast and pray. Remember Paul? Remember Paul? He's on his way to Damascus. He's already killed how many Christians. His life is all messed up. It's all confused. And the Bible says that there was a what? A bright light that did what? Shine down upon Paul. It came upon Paul. That light shone upon Paul. And when you look at the life of Paul, he, his life was completely turned around, going in a different direction, and he wrote most of the New Testament. Because there was a bright light that shone down upon him, and direction was changed in his life. I want to encourage you that when you fast and when you pray, 
that God will give you direction. Isaiah chapter 58 and 8 again in the same chapter. It says, then your light shall break forth like the morning. It means when you need direction and you say, I'm going to do a one-day fast, three-day fast, a six-day fast, whatever it may be, God says, the light shall spring forth like the morning. He said, Lord said, when you fast and pray, I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you the light in what direction you should go. Praise the Lord. The seventh one I want to mention is the, is the Daniel fast. No meat, no sweets, and no bread. I told someone the other day that Tina fixed some great vegetable soup. Vegetable soup is vegetable soup. It's not stew. I said, the only problem with this, it doesn't have any chunks of meat in it. The 21-day of prayer and fasting is really designed for when you're praying that God is going to hear your prayer over your health. Remember Daniel? Daniel and some men got together and, 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 and they had a co- almost a competition with the king. And they said, we're not going to eat any meat, any sweets, or any breads. And for a period of time, we're just going to eat vegetables and fruits and nuts, water. And at the end of this fast, we're going to see who is healthier. And the Bible says that, that the countenance of, of, of Daniel and the rest of the people were much brighter. Through this 21 days of prayer and fasting, ask the Spirit of the Lord in 2018 to give you the power and the strength to say no. No to the chocolate cake every other day. No to the candy, the chocolate candy. How many of the older generation, you like chocolate candy? My father-in-law kept not a bag of it, a box of it in his office. He really did. Milky Ways. Milky Ways with his coffee in the morning. Milky Ways with his coffee at night. And then we wonder why he was so fired up on Sunday morning. Was it the Holy Spirit or was it the the Milky Ways? How many of you want to say, have the strength to say no? Oh, two of you. Okay, praise God. God said, I want to give you the strength to say no because I want you to stay healthy. Through this 21 days of prayer and fasting, ask God to help you make healthy choices through your eating. You say, Pastor, that ain't very spiritual. It's spiritual when you're not laying up there in the hospital. Amen. It's spiritual. Not. I know. I like a. I'm like my mom. Instead of my mom buying one of the big whoppers, she buys one of the small ones, thinking that's spiritual. So I said to myself not long ago, I said, you know what? If my mom loves the Lord and she's spiritual, so if she don't buy the big whoppers, then I can buy the small ones too and still be spiritual. So I went through the line and got me a small one. Okay. It's okay to have a Whopper every now and then, Mom. It's okay to have sweets every now and then, but not every day. Amen. I mean, that's some good preaching right there. Come on. I mean, come on. 
Number eight is the John the Baptist fast. I promise I don't have but one more. John the Baptist in the New Testament, he early in his life, in Luke chapter 1, he received something called the Nazarite vow. By definition, it means in Greek to be separated and consecrated. As John the Baptist separated himself for a time, he would pray and eat nothing but locusts and wild honey. How many of you believe with eating nothing but locusts and wild honey is fasting? And this is what the Bible said about John. I love this. It said, it was said about John, I believe in Luke 7, that there was none greater born of woman than John but Jesus. Because John was consecrated and he was dedicated and he was separated from the world and God used his, here it is, God, if you're taking notes, God used his influence greatly before Jesus was ever raised around the community of Jerusalem and the seas of Galilee, God was using John in a great way, and it was because of his influence. This 21 days of prayer and fasting, you ask God to give you influence like never before. Influence on your job, influence in your family, influence in your community, influence wherever you go. I've been praying, God, give me influence in Churchville. Every once in a while, I'll go down there where those guys, a bunch of guys sitting around the table drinking coffee. One of these mornings, they're going to catch me in a real good mood, and I'm going to talk to them about the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. But it's got to be the right time, and I want God to give me not influence, but great influence. Come on. You can have great influence in your family, in this community, in your town, on your job. The people say, what's going on with that person? I don't know, but I, I just like them. I don't know why I like them, but I just like them. God, give me great influence. And what not... Because you just need influence for yourself. It opens the door for the Lord Jesus Christ. God, give me great influence. How many want great influence in your life? Great influence in your life. Isaiah chapter 58, and here it is. Then your righteousness will go before you. Your influence will grow for the things that God has put in your heart to care about. Your influence with people, the community, your family, with business people, the more influence we have, the more impact we have for Christ. Lastly is the Esther fast. It's when Esther needed protection, she created a three-day fast. Haman had created a conspiracy against the Jews, and he wanted to kill them. But he was later hung in the gallows that was prepared for others. This is called prayer for your protection and for your family. Can you say amen? God will turn things around when you fast and pray. I'll protect you. I'll have your back. I'll protect you from demonic attacks, from danger. I will keep you, and I will have angels watching over you. 
When we fast and pray, this is great protection that comes our way. When we're faced with life-threatening situations like Esther, if we'll fast and pray, God will completely turn that thing around. Isaiah chapter 58 says, 58.8 says, listen to this. And the glory of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. And the glory of the Lord, Brother Dwayne, will be my rear guard. Oh, hallelujah. And the glory of the Lord. It, it doesn't matter where danger might come. That the Bible says that when I fast and I pray, that the glory of the Lord will be my rear guard. God says, I'm going to drive back the demonic powers from your home, from your family, from your relatives, from your job, from your life. I will protect you. When you fast and when you pray. Through this 21 days of prayer and fasting, we got seven more days left. I don't know how you're fasting. Maybe you have fell off a wagon. Maybe you went by the Tasty Freeze and got you a big old Sunday. Get back on the wagon. Ask God to forgive you. And don't say, I can go next, this coming week and eat another banana split and ask God to forgive me and do it for the next seven days. But I do ask you to just get back on the wagon and say, God, forgive me and move on. God will forgive you, and he's not going to crush everything you've did for the last 14 days. Just, don't, just, just get back up on the wagon and go, and God's going to hear and answer your prayer. This next, this next seven days, I think for myself, is very critical in the time I spend in prayer with God and how I fast. Because I believe with all my heart, not up here, but in my heart, that God, and I know God is already breaking stuff in my family and in this church and this community. Because we're fasting and we're praying. Encourage each other. Come on, come on. Can you find someone to encourage in this next seven days of fasting and prayer? Can you do that? It don't take but just a little word of encouragement. You don't know how much that will bump them on, brother, if they're struggling through this 21 days of prayer. Just, just one little word of encouragement. You have no idea. I want to tell you why. And I'm going to close. I was getting my hair cut the other day. And if you've noticed, I always take a mint before I pray, pray for somebody. I don't like my breath to smell bad. So I, I, sometimes I forget to take chewing gum when I'm getting my hair. And I, I said to myself, the woman was cutting my hair, I said, do you have any chewing gum? And I opened up a door, and there was chewing gum and uh, little Debbie cakes. And I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And uh, there's some little, these little red, I didn't forgot what they are, little red candy. And I love them. Things. It was in a bag right there, and there was chewing gum. And honest to goodness, I got ready to say, you know what? This person, I, I did. I said, this person won't say anything. Nobody else knows. I'm going to just get a little bit of that candy, put it in my mouth, and it'll help my breath instead of a piece of chewing gum. And I, honest to God, I got ready to do that, and I said to myself, can I have a piece of chewing gum? And the person said to me, I'm proud. I'm proud of you. Now, you, you think that's foolish. Doesn't that sound foolish? Come on. 
just that little word, knowing that I was fasting and praying, just that little word, and I walked out of there saying, you know what, God, you are watching every Don't get legalistic. We're trying to get a hold of God. I want to hear from the Master, Sister Tina, through this 21 days of prayer and fasting. He's going to take all care of all of those nine or 15 points I come to the pulpit with. He's going to take care of all of them. But I want to get, I want to touch him. Just encourage someone. Don't be legalistic. Just, just, you know, I'm proud of you. You're doing good through this. It's just maybe those little things that you don't think about at that time and that moment will touch somebody's life. Find someone this week, just text them. Say, I'm proud of you. I know you're doing this 21 days of prayer and fasting. I'm proud of you. You're going to get through it. And when you get through it, this next 2018 is going to be one of the greatest years of your life. I believe that. Well, Pastor, I don't know about that. We're, let's look and see how everything's going in March for you. No, in March 1st, I'm going to say, God, I'm going to still be praying these right here. I'm not, this is just not for my 21 days of prayer and fasting. I have committed to pray this pretty much for the rest of my life. Because, God, you hear and you answer prayer. And I'm not going to quit fasting and I'm not going to quit praying for this church, my family, this community, and a revival to this nation. Because I'm crazy enough to believe if God said it, he is going to do it. He's going to do it. Let's stand. Praise the Lord. Musicians, if you'll quickly, every head bowed and every eye closed. Thank you, Lord, for, a, for your blessings, God. We thank you, Lord. Let's just lift our hands. Let's just, let's just worship God as they come up. Lord, we thank you. Lord, you're a powerful God. God, 2018 is going to be one of the greatest years of our life, God. Oh, Father, we're believing for great and mighty things, God. We're believing, God, as we come together through that 24 hours of prayer, God, there's going to be bondages that's never been broken off of this church, off of our family, off of this community. There's going to be wealth coming our way. There's going to be wealth coming our way for the church, for our family, God. Lord, you're going to prosper us in some way. God, you're going to bless security around here. You're going to bless our prayer around here. You're going to bless our bus ministry around here. You're going to bless our children's church, our worship, the pulpit. Every aspect of this church, God, is going into another dimension in 2018. God, we believe in Jesus' name. Father, just like you spoke to Abraham to bless, bless the uh, children of Israel, God. Father, I pray over the congregation right now. Lord, I want you to break every besetting sin in our life whether it be a sexual addiction, whether it be nicotine, whether it be alcohol, whether it be a controlling attitude or spirit, a lying spirit, every besetting, besetting sin, Lord, I ask you to break that bondage off of our life in Jesus' name. Lord, move in ways that we'd never dream of, God. Lord, bring health speedily, God, to us, speedily. Lord, let great solutions and prosperity come to financial bondages. Lord, let everything that we've heard today from the Word of God, that it'll bring forth our life 
and bring forth life through our prayer and fasting. God, that we'll see the reality in our life that you're breaking forth speedily things in our life because we're believing you, God. We're expecting great direction. We're, we're expecting our homes to be blessed, our families to be blessed, our marriages to be blessed. Let our influence grow. Let our impact be greater. Let us receive, God, perseverance, Lord. Let us have a revival in our nation, in our hearts, and in this church, God. Lord, we're crying out to you for a great move of God. Lord, let your face shine down upon us. God, we just want your face to shine down upon us, Lord. You're going to prosper us. You're going to bless us in 2018. You're going to put marriages stronger than they've ever been before. Lord, you're going to bless our nieces and our nephews and our grandkids and our children. You're going to bless them. The elderly God, you're going to touch them. You're going to give them strength. You're going to take care of their income. God, I'm believing that you're just going to bring your glory to this house. And as you add to this house daily, that we will respect and honor you for the glory that you're bringing to us. Let's all just lift our hands just before we get ready to leave. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Father. We bless you today. We just bless you, God. We bless you today, God. We bless you today, Lord. We bless you. We bless you. God, as we go through this seven more days, God, let your spirit fall on us, God. Let your spirit fall on us, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, God. Fall afresh on me. Let's sing this together. Feel me. Lord, use me. Spirit of the living God. Fall Keep your hands raised and close your eyes, Father. I pray the Lord, you keep bringing me back to this. We break every Every negative attitude in our life, all the irritation, we break it. God, we pray right now, God, we break all of that low self-esteem that might be here this morning. God, we're asking you to bring healing right now. God, as we continue our, the end of our fast, that God, this 24-hour fast, I mean, this 24-hour day of prayer, we're believing great and mighty things are coming. Father, I pray that you will bless them, that your face will shine upon them, and you will prosper them, and you will bless them the rest of the week, Father. And I thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said amen and amen. Let's give the Lord a big hand. Amen. God bless you.